All right, and we're coming to you on a Sunday night. It's Sunday poor. And we're witnessing an absolute manslaughter on Sunday night football, the last game of Wild Card Weekend. Another interception thrown by Big Ben, another turnover. And uh, Cleveland is dropping a steamer on the Steelers. Let's bring in Ant, recap the weekend's action. Ant, how you doing and what are you drinking? I hope it's something strong. Uh, yeah, a little stiff. Woodford. There little you Sunday go. night Woodford Reserve. There you go. Uh, Sunday pour that. And um, remember the scene? You're familiar with Christmas Story, obviously. Of course, yeah. The scene where uh, Ralphie finally takes it to Scott Farkas. <laughs> that, that's what this is the NFL version of right now. The Browns have just had enough. It's been like 50 years of just watching the Steelers win. And this is going to be not over yet. I'm still not, I wouldn't be comfortable if I was a Cleveland fan. Yeah, but if they hold on, this is their biggest win. And I said it on the show, Monday. it's like their biggest win in like almost 40 years. And do it like this. If they, if they keep this pace up, I mean, right now, just Pittsburgh seems lifeless. They're looking at each other. They're just, Everybody shrugging, shaking their heads like nothing. Look, it looks like it's clicking. Like it looks like it's not coming. Nick Chubb looks like Barry Sanders. Yeah, and and Kareem Hunt looks like Barry Sanders too. Like it's <laughs> it's like it's like they're going up against two Barry Sanders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, unfair. It's, yeah, I mean, on top of that, it's turnover after turnover. It's not been. I mean, talk about getting the breaks. There's every. Not that there's been much time here. It's only been twenty minutes of game. But like every little thing has gone Cleveland's way from the Everything. opening drive. Yeah, from from the opening drive on. It's been ugly. And it's an, it's an ass-kicking right now. But, yeah, I mean, Cleveland did give up a big lead earlier in the season to uh, Tennessee, right? So it's not, uh, you know, yeah, but they won that game. They won it. Yeah, they did. But I'm just saying that they're, you know, they're not – they're open – their body's open for some shots, so – Oh, no, no, no. This isn't, yeah, this isn't the steel curtain defense or anything. But this, uh, but the, just the way Pittsburgh looks, I, it feels like it's over here with nine minutes left in the second. Who knows? It come out second half. Could be a completely different team. But just on the field right now, they seem dead. They seem like, they seem like they're looking for the exits. They have the deer in the headlights look. If a team ever had a deer in the headlights yeah. look, it's the Steelers right now. For sure. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, all week. I mean, I don't even know what to make of it. It's they've it's it's not just getting punched in the mouth, but it is. It's it's Farkas on the ground, just rushing, freaking, shooting, 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 yeah. bleeding. Ralphie's crying on top of him. <laughs> That's it. They just can't wait. They just want they they just want Cleveland's mom to come and break it up. Oh. you should see the other guy. Wow. Yeah, this was this big surprise. In a weekend, yeah, they didn't expect was, it. There was one surprise yesterday, I think. Well, not really, but uh, yeah, you know, it was that I'm talking about the Rams game. That was a little bit of a surprise. I think the fact that they put up so many points, like Goff came in that after you know not getting the start, Wofford got murdered, um, and putting up that many points on you know on a bad Seattle defense, obviously, but putting up that many points with in a bad Rams offense. But uh, 
I mean, the Rams defense came to play yesterday. Russell couldn't get anything going. That was maybe after, before this was maybe the surprise of the weekend, but this takes the cake. You know who sucks? Here we go. Pete Carroll. <laughs> what an overrated coach. People love him, man. Chewing the gum. He's a politician, man. That's why he was a great college coach. Hands on the knees, clapping Chewing it up. Chewing gum, yeah, running up this down the side. He's like a mascot. He sucked with the Jets. He sucked with the Patriots. He goes to USC, right? Good recruiter. He's a politician. He's, mm-hmm. he's like a used car salesman, Pete Carroll. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, probably a nice guy, but still, he's, he's a salesman. So he goes to USC, all kinds of violations, right? Which, whatever, you're a college coach. I'm not knocking him for that. Who cares? <laughs> so he's supposed but to like, be, yeah. Not I'm knocking him more as a coach. I'm, not, I'm knocking him as a coach. I don't care about him as a human being. Right. Really. Yeah. No, we're not here. We're not here to pass judgment on uh, if he's a decent guy or not. No, I could, we could we could give a shit. <laughs> right. And he just he comes back to the NFL, Seattle, obviously. Mm-hmm. He kind of falls into a franchise quarterback. We yeah. got one Super Bowl out of. Yep. Only one. I just I don't know. I don't. We could say, we could I'll say take only. Sean McVay in a big game over <sighs> Pete Carroll. Oof! Ouch! Damning sentence right there. I'm back in on the Rams. Back in. Oh, God. <laughs> fuck the Rams. I'll never be back in on the Rams. Never. No, I'll talk myself out of them. But, like, for a day, I was like, you know, that's what I expect the Rams to be. The de- you know, I talk about – I just – I really don't like the Rams. But their defense makes them hard to dislike because their defense is great. And we'll see if Aaron Donald can uh, play next week. But that, that defense is fun to watch when they're hitting on all cylinders. Donald left the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how bad it is. I didn't see. I didn't follow up, but he did. It was questionable if he was going to be able to go next week during the game yesterday. But he came back. I think he came back and watched the game from the sidelines. Just never went back in. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm sure. I'll oh, be yeah, I hope he plays. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that that game yesterday had the same thing. Like Metcalf was, you know, he, he was a big story all year. He was, you know. Uh, big time receiver. Uh, he was being a, a great fucking year. asshole. He was, yeah, and it just came out in the wrong time for that to to see the true colors of these guys. Like he was a great story all year, and then you see him in the biggest game of the season, and like yeah, early on in the game losing it. Yeah, being a jerk off. <laughs> yeah, what absolutely. Fuck? Yeah, what are you doing, man? You're a, fu- you're a receiver. Get back to the fucking line of scrimmage and line up for your next play. What are you doing? And he went back to the sideline on one play where he dropped the ball, yelling. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's like a big drop, and he went back, slammed his helmet, and, it's, and like was yelling at people. I was like, "Bro, you just—I mean, you dropped the first yeah, down." Catch you... the fu- yeah, that really seems like it's on you. Like, I got Yeah, I have no problem slamming the helmet if you're pissed at yourself, but yeah, yelling at other people doesn't make any sense, man. Yeah, re- really ugly, ugly to see that. It's you know, when you get in a playoff spot and there's any like animosity on the team, any little bit that goes goes the wrong way, people start turning on each other. It can, it yeah, can, it gets ugly. And they, even thirty to twenty was the final of that game. It wasn't. I feel like it wasn't even. That nah, game. that that was a. Nah, that was never really a game. No. And you know it's crazy because like yesterday's games. Uh, you know the first two we get wrong, and I felt <laughs> like we kind of had a good like measure on those games. Like I felt like the Rams game was playing out how we expected until the rust pick. Yeah, ugly yeah. low scoring. Mm-hmm. And then like the night game. That game didn't play out at all how I expected. No, no. And, and then, Washington found a way to cover. Like, if you told me Bucks were going to score 31 points, I would have thought, like, 31-10, 31-13. Yeah. yeah, especially with Heineke uh, yeah. doing, 
you know, behind center there. That that he and he gave us one of the great plays of the playoffs too. That that run for the touch scramble diving for the for the pylon was an incredible play. Yeah. Um, tough not to root for a guy who was a backup in the CFL or whatever. Fucking. Is that what he was? <laughs> yeah, he was a backup. He was a backup <laughs> in the Canadian Football League or whatever. One of those football leagues. One of those odd football leagues. Maybe I don't think it was the XFL, which would be pretty embarrassing, but. Uh, yeah, and just, you know, Washington gave him a game, which we expected, but I think we expected to see the defense kind of hold up there into the bargain, which wasn't really the case, but. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I expected I expected much more. I think if Washington's defense had played how I envisioned, yeah. which what the fuck does that mean, <laughs> what I envisioned? But, like, if they had played, like, the way I expected, well, I feel all like. Seeing, the all-seeing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I expected, like, more out of it. I expected, like, the Bucks. Offense, I feel like they did whatever they want. If, the, if Washington's D played even like twenty percent better, I feel like they could have won that game. Yeah, it's it is a little scary when that Bucks offense gets going because there are so many weapons, and if they're all they're all catching passes, he's got uh, you know Evans and Brown. He's got the, oh Antonio Brown, Jesus. And, yeah, seeing him catch catch passes is it's in touchdown passes. It hurts, man. It sucks. Really? Did he shit. turn back the did he did he turn back the clock for like one week, or you think he has like a stretch? I think he no. I think he's I think he's still as good as ever. I just think there's so many people on that team. He doesn't have to be the number one guy. You think he's perfect to have on that team? I think he's perfect to have on any team. He's willing to take like that secondary role because I think he still has got the skills. I don't I don't know if yeah. he's gonna put him up. Big. I mean, Evans is such a number one guy that you just can't keep your eyes off of the defense. Brown's there to take advantage whenever. But, yeah, that, that offense can get scary um, just because of some weapons and Brady is, you know, Brady's Brady. And here we are in January, and uh, that fucker's going to go against uh, the Saints next week, right? Yeah, Buck Saints. It's a late game Sunday. Is that the time? I didn't see the schedule. I think it's the late game Sunday on, uh, I think it's the Fox Aikman Buck game. Yeah. Uh, the Colts game, Colts Bills, I don't know why I call it the Colts, Colts loss. I don't know I'm calling it the Colts game, but uh, Bills game, <laughs> the Colts had, Colts were in control of that game in the first half. They just couldn't ever capitalize on anything. And the Bills, Bills had a few drives that stalled, but then they had, a, they had I think, three big drives that, and each one of them scored. I think two touchdowns and a field goal, if I remember correctly. Uh, or no, just two touchdowns in the first half. Sorry, uh, field goal came in the third. But yeah, but they they just they when when they got going, they finished their drives. The Colts couldn't, and the Colts had more opportunities in that game. Possession they had they had, they had everything yards. They uh, were dominating it, but the Bills had found ways to get in the end zone where the Colts couldn't. Um, tough, tough loss for the Colts though. But they they looked they they were a formidable opponent for uh, the Bills yesterday. Bills did not stop them like I thought they. Yeah, could. I thought it was like a point or two too high, which ended up being. I still feel like I don't know the Bills was the right side, but you know the Colts were a game team. Yeah. Um, I'll say this for like for three and a half quarters, right? I was watching that game, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Fuck!" I was like, you know, I've been on Rivers all year, and I was like, he's playing really well, you know. Mm-hmm. He looked good. He looked good. He did for most of that game. He did. And then that final drive, oh, <laughs> I mean, 
for all you Giants fans who are like, you know, critical of Eli Manning, like don't like <laughs> Eli Manning, go watch Phil Rivers try and drive the, his team down the field in a big spot, in a big game, okay? <laughs> okay, you should be bowing down to Eli Manning. <laughs> Ew, disgusting final drive. They huddled up at one point. <laughs> you kidding me, Phil? My God. Yeah, he's um, had a career of those. And yeah, look, look over the sidelines. Not, it was not good that far. Yeah, you're right. He was. It was like, I think it was fourth down on their last drive. And he was. Dude, like, they, take, they took so much time. Yeah, and he's running. He's like running halfway over to the sideline, going back. It's like a kid. It's like a kid in his first drive of Pee Wee, like looking over to the coach for with questions what the play is. Oh, what's that? What, which one's that? What's the one is yeah. the shotgun? The shotgun's which one? That was Phil Rivers. He was a kid on his first day of football camp. Yeah, I mean, Rivers, I'll give him, like, he's a gamer. I'll give him that. Like, he's not like a bust or anything, but I don't know, man. Just not, ah, just not a winning quarterback, you know? Had, I'm sorry, not a, a winning quarterback. He had, an, he, had a, he had a great game yesterday for, for uh, you know, his age and where he's come from. He, he had a great game yesterday. <laughs> it felt like a Phil Rivers game. It was, it was a Phil Rivers yeah. game. But he covered. So good for him. He did. He covered. You know what? You can't. You, you can't always say that about Phil Rivers. That's true. Like, yeah. If anything, like you know, well, great you, job. That's your last playoff game. Great job. <laughs> yeah, exceeded expectations. Yeah. <laughs> but then you, that's the team that Colts. I feel like they're. It feels like they're a quarterback away. Like they're a good team. Yeah. A bit, here's the thing with the Bills: is they had, uh, they got like a bunch of the breaks in that game. They had a, a couple picks that. Allen threw that got called back. I think like one yeah, was like they were tight. They came out tight. I don't know. They seem loose. They, they I think they stalled in their first two drives and then they they slung it down the field like pretty quick drive for a TD. Well, all right, maybe they just start slow because it was like the same exact way they started against Miami. They just came out and they went like three and out a few times. Yeah, I don't think they were tight because when they got going, they looked really they looked good. Oh no, they, when they get going, dude. I mean. I'm not, I'm not comparing them to the Chiefs because that's crazy. Yeah, yep. But, like, when they get going, they are, like, probably a notch below the Chiefs, like, number two. Like, they sling it. Yeah, yep. He slings bombs, dude. Digs. Yeah. He – and Allen will, like, scramble and just not – he does not want to take a sack and he does not want to throw it away. And that almost cost him, too, because he, he wouldn't go down. He fumbled. Yeah. His lineman, it was like first and 30, like second and 33 or something like that. His lineman recovered, but it almost cost him. That would have been real bad. Yeah, like I said, that was it, man. They got all, they got all the breaks. There was uh, another they – they fumbled uh, – I think one of the running backs fumbled Moss maybe, and they called it back. Um, the two picks I mentioned that, didn't, that weren't actually picks. Right. The, Col- the Colts missed a field goal. Blank, Rolando Blankenship clanged one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they, that's, that's what you want in January though. You know, I mean, you're going to get tough. You're going to, each game is going to be tougher. You need, you need to get the breaks. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. Yeah. I mean, uh, Gotta I think go the bills are there. good. Why, why is Pittsburgh not going for it there? Or that was fourth down or was that third no, that down? Was third down. I kick the field goal seems real. Oh, two minute warning. Never mind. Two minute warning. No, they got to go for it. You yeah, go have to go. Yeah, <laughs> kicking kick here would be the dumbest. Down a ton of points. What was that yesterday in the Colts game? Didn't they? Didn't 
they, they were shit. What was the uh, situation there? Was that the Colts game I'm thinking of? Or somebody? Which one? Oh, shit. Um, somebody went for two because there was a penalty on on the extra point. So they're kicking oh, the, the Colts. It was the Colts, right? And they missed a two point conversion. Yeah, it was 24-10. They scored, go 24-16, and they went for two. Right. They, but they, they were kicking it, and then there was a penalty, and then because they moved up, they decided to go for it. I don't, yeah. even, I don't understand what the – like, you deserve to lose that game just based on that decision alone. Or what are you thinking? What, just what's kick the, the extra point. Yeah. Well, I don't understand what the advantage is there. I mean, I understand there's an advantage of having more points, but missing it puts you at a greater disadvantage. Then you have to complete the two-point conversion next time you score, if there's a next time. Do you have any problem with it going for it at the end of the first half? Touchdown? 10-7? Um, only because I think they knew I, – no, I did. At the time, I, I, I told I wish they had taken the points for their sake. I, I thought they should have taken the points. But I understand why they were – I understand why they're going for it. Uh, yeah. Just you're playing against the Bills. But but – I think I said the Colts, you know, couldn't win a shootout. They've had a couple instances this year where they've been in a little bit of a shootout, put up some points. The Colts? Yeah. So I don't know what I was thinking. I was, I think I was a little bit off with that, but um, yeah, I don't like, when you do that, it's such a loser's mentality that oh, we need the score because this team is just going to score on us. I mean, your defense is pretty good. The Colts defense is pretty good. Yeah. And you are capable of putting up some points here and there. So I don't know. I would, I, I would have taken the points. At the time, but I understand why they're. I understand the mentality of you're going up against a high-powered team, and if they get rolling, you know, three three is not going to help you. I don't know. I liked it. Underdog, got to take chances. You're playing a team that's better than you. I liked it. Better throw. That better throw would have had him. Yeah. Pittman, that corner end zone. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Phil Rivers. He leaves a little bit to be desired. That's all. That's no. all. It's not, a, it's not a huge knock. It's just his career summed up right there. His career. Life as a charger. <sighs> Bill Rivers. Yep. There we go. Fourth and <laughs> fourth and one here. Buck fifty-eight. Down twenty-eight. Nothing. I mean, it would be be the hackiest thing of all time to say they need this touchdown. <laughs> but I mean, you got to score here. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh, oh man, that was no! A bad, bad snap. snap didn't even get the one. It depends on the spot. I'm gonna go with it. It depends on the spot on this call. You might have gone. That's what Michaels is saying right now. It was tight. Where the ref is standing. Oh man, like that's it. a good spot for the ref. Is, where the ref is standing, he might have he might have fallen into it. That's a great spot. Yeah, fourth and one. Man, that is huge. All right. So not get, even a measurement. Yeah, just get out there. Four more downs. Now you hand it off here, Claire. Oh, yeah. Well, you just have to get the snap before they throw the flag. Yeah. And there you go. All right. They're on the board. All right. They're on the board. We have a game. I'm going to officially say we have a game. I hear Cleveland groaning. Yeah. No, thir- 35, 42, nothing. That- no, you're not nervous if you're a Cleveland fan right now, but like yeah, when they are. scored there, you had a little uneasiness in your stomach. Yeah, you're not right. Okay. That's fair. Ner- nervous, no. You're, yeah, you're starting to squirm a little bit. You're, like you're all laughing in front of your friends right now, in front of your buddies who are also Cleveland fans, but in the back of your head, like, ah. 
No, no the laughter, the laughter stopped when he put it. When they got that first down, the laughter stopped a little bit. Uh, 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 all right, yeah, you're you're a little more locked in now. You're you're kind of you're starting to parade a little bit, <laughs> starting the buses, and now you're just uh, okay. Shit. By the way, by the way, with Stefanski, they say isn't coaching tonight, which I don't know. I don't know how you can get around that or not, but yeah. um, why shouldn't he be able to coach from like Zoom or something? Like, why couldn't he do that? Yeah, I don't. Just fucking COVID. Like, who cares? He's if he's quarantining, why can't he work? Yeah, and there's nobody in the stadium, so why can't you just put him in a skybox by himself? Yeah, there's got to be a way to do it. It's 2021 for crying out loud. Maybe he's not coaching the year. Maybe that's what this is telling us. Wow, <laughs> is Kevin Stefanski overrated? Are they are they better <laughs> off without him? <laughs> you ain't Terry on Kevin Stefanski. <laughs> <laughs> oh man wow. wow do the browns come out here at the end of the half and they do they they try and like score before the half throw it around or i, I don't i don't know i don't think so i think they're running it because if you make if you make a mistake fumble pitch get fish for the ball back and all of a sudden it's 20 thinking like games. a browns fan bro you're thinking about the negative i'm thinking like a browns coach right now you don't want to fuck it up here the Steelers have two Watts. Yeah, I don't know who the second Watt is. Is it fullback or something? Are they? Are, it's offense? not the brothers, though. It's two different. Uh, I don't know. Nah, oh, God, I, can't, I don't want to keep track. That's the last time we try. So to many Watts. Uh, Bears-Saints wasn't really a game. Uh, it was hideous. It was early on. It was, the, the, the turning point was early on. The, the guy, Wims, makes a great catch on the sidelines for a first down. And then they run a trick play, beautiful trick play. Trubisky lined up as a receiver, kind of like some sort of flea flicker thing. Trubisky gets the ball back, hits Wims in the bread basket in the end zone with a 60-yard pass, and it goes right through his fingers. That's the ball game right there. Butterfingers, ball game right there. That's right. it. That was it. That was. I ab- said it out loud. I was five, my wife was next to me, but like I, get I said it out you. loud. I was like, that's it right there. That was their chance. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Cause yeah, yeah. Just once they get down, once you get down to the Saints, you're not coming back. And not with, not with the Bears offense. And I said, I, when I picked the Bears, I said, I need an inspiring effort from the defense. I feel like we got it. I feel like we got a really good effort from the D. They played well. They played with a lot of pride today. They responded. They really I think. Well. Backs against the wall. Yeah. They did. They did. They, I mean, 21 points against the Saints. I mean, poor Nickelodeon. They wanted a game to get the, the, to get the kids into it, and it was 10-3 at the end of the first. <laughs> that yeah. was the first half. Like, oh, no. The kids are going to hate fucking football. Or 7-3. Sorry, 7-3 at the end of the first. <laughs> Only yeah, one what a game to put on Nickelodeon. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't, I got to be honest with you. You think they would have been better off with Nick Foles in that game? Who knows? I, I don't know. I have no idea what to make of either of those quarterbacks. Yeah, I really don't know what to make of either of those quarterbacks. It wasn't like Foles was – I mean, he got benched too. <laughs> they both got benched this year. I know. So you have I feel two- like just put in the reliever, bro. Like Trubisky's he's, – his pitch count is high. Just pull him. Like he's yeah. gotten enough out of Trubisky. I don't know. I'm not I, sure. I, I guess no. you had to stay with Trubisky because he was like playing well and he got you in that into that area. But like – yeah, it would have been tempting for me to put the guy in with a little bit of the postseason pedigree. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Foles kind of stinks, too. I mean, you know, they, they don't have a quarterback, let's be honest. They, yeah, two they, they have two pretty bad quarterbacks. Two backups. Oh, shit. Speaking of quarterbacks, uh, Dolphins are in the market for Deshaun. I think I, think I said that. I think I mentioned yeah, that I on broke Monday. That story, Deshaun, didn't I? Deshaun for Oof. two. I think I said that on Monday. No, I said no. I said we'll give you the third overall pick. Oh, okay. But I think I offered it though. I think I I think I made the initial offer, and you. No, I think I made the initial offer. You accepted. No, no, no. I think I suggested that Tua for Deshaun be made, and you, you, you did the machinations. Oh, okay, yeah. You All front, right. you front office. I'm an idea guy. You're the front office guy, and you're just like I just tell I tell you, uh, yeah, numbers guy. Tell you what I'm thinking, and you, yeah, you work it out. You work it out so it works. Uh, Third but, overall pick plus Tua. Do you need anything else? Do you need our other number one pick? Two number ones and Tua. What what's what numbers you picked? You know, I don't. I know we have number three. That's all I know because we have the you, Texans pick. Yeah, 16, to, 17, around I'm trying there. To, I'm trying to get two picks. Yeah, two at least two picks. For Deshaun, yeah. You don't know what you got in Tua. Tua, yeah, Tua to call. Two first-round picks, yeah. Two first-round – well, three first-round picks. So you get Tua, too. But, yeah, I'm yeah. going for at least – I'm getting everything I can from you. Fleecing them. Yeah, you have to. You have to. Especially after they've been – the team being fleeced for the past, you know, five or six years with Bill O'Brien just. Well, yeah, they'd be, we would be trading them back their draft picks for Deshaun. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which, Bill... If our GM turns like Laramie Tunsil into Deshaun Watson, <laughs> pretty impressive. <laughs> Bill O'Brien, it, it must have been some sort of outside agent just gone in to destroy that team. Fucking Russian spy. Yeah. Boris. <laughs> Boris O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just atrocious. Uh, what he did to that team. I'll never – again, I was just bears repeating. I'll never forgive him for, uh, for trading Hopkins because the Sean – Yeah, dude, and then Watson might be next, and they're going to be out Hopkins and Watson. That's crazy. Here's Cleveland, by the way. Marching. Marching down the field, yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's big quarterback news. The Bears. There's one. The the Bears getting Deshaun would be. Would that make up for not getting him the first time around? Would have to because they're immediate, immediately they're Super Bowl contenders immediately. I think a lot of teams if they get Deshaun are Super Bowl contenders. The Dolphins are right. The Dolphins. In the conversation for yeah oh yeah top, yeah they would be top they three would, or four um, in the AFC yeah yeah they'd be in the Super Bowl discussion coming off a big year yeah yep yep but I mean I mean it's, there's gonna be a lot of people looking for Deshaun it's gonna be a bidding war that's why I got a fleece 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 away Texans how about a team like the Rams do they have the capital to trade I, I think we've talked about, I think they just like think golf's his guy right think he's married to golf. I don't know about that. <laughs> you don't think so? McVay, I don't think he loves Goff. All right. I kind of, I mean, he gave him a huge contract. That's why I just assumed that was his boy. Yeah. In it for life. He's won, he won a playoff game this year. He's, Goff has won in the Superdome, and he's won in Seattle. No fans, though. Seattle. I know. 
There's no way they, there's no way they lose that game if there's fans, right? Asterix. Ah, I don't know. It, I don't know because like Seattle wasn't Seattle played like you said they were going to play. Yeah, played so, with fire and they got burned. Yeah, I just I don't I think that's just the team that they are. I don't know if the 12 man makes that much of a difference. I think they do. And that yeah. for Goff, were they better off with Goff in there over uh, Walford? I think they're Wofford better. Wofford looked like, I don't know. I think they're better off with, with like, golf with a little bit of uh, fire in his belly. Yeah. I think that was – I think that – sorry for the guy who got taken away in the ambulance, but I think that couldn't have worked out better. Yeah, golf kind of feeling a little bit – not disrespected because he was hurt, but feeling like, you know, it's his team. He could help him, and then he kind of comes in and he's the hero, you know, kind of playing injured. Uh, the other – you know, Wofford gets – Slaughtered, and yeah. uh, there he. I mean, Goff looked okay, but like not good. No, but I mean, I, I think whatever the, the results are, the results will matters. I don't, I don't think Walford is an upgrade from Goff, and I think just about anybody's an upgrade from Goff. <laughs> yeah. So if Goff next week, Jesus wow, Christ, thirty-five. That's seven. an answer. That's what an that answer. Is, yes, sir. Um, so if Goff next week goes into Lambo and wins, is Lambo officially dead? Like, would Jared would a Jared Goff victory like officially kill Lambo? Wow! Eli did it twice. Vic. Well, Eli is a Cole Pepper. Eli is a two-time Super Bowl winning champion. Kaepernick did it. Yeah, I mean, would this be like would be like would this be the grossest? Would this just put like just kill the Lambo Mystique with a gross quarterback going in there? Well, I don't think that. I think the Lambo Mystique is there is none. I don't think there is Lambo Mystique. Wow, I think That's it's a great fucking bulletin board material. I think it's a gr- I think it's a great place uh, to play. I think it's got a great home field advantage, but I don't think there's any Mystique to it. I think the Mystique is long gone. The the mystique is fighting words. Those are fighting words. Mystique is tough to mystique is tough to come by in 2021. Everything is, uh, you know, like curses are over. The you know the the innocence of sport is in the past. Like mystique is uh, what's mystique? Mystique is believing that you know that dead former players and and uh, coaches have have an effect on current teams. You know, that's gone, man. Nobody believes in that shit. No, nobody believes in it. All the worst curses in the world are over. Right? We talked about Lamb like Lambo was one of the first ones to drop. That being unbeatable in the playoffs in Lambo was one of the first ones to drop. And we live in a world where the Cubs and the Red Sox have World Series titles. Where the Browns uh, where the Browns are up thirty five to seven on the Steelers. Yeah, it's, this is wild. Yeah, home field might not mean shit. Um, it is going to be. I'm seeing. I got a weather report already. Yep. Twenty five degrees. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. No. If I don't... the Rams win a twenty five degree game in Lambo, I mean Lambo, they may as well be a dome team after this. Yeah, I don't. That's soft. That's a, that's a big. That's a big mark on Rodgers. And Rodgers alone, really. Uh, Green Bay if he, if he has become soft, bro. Wow. They're like Rocky Three. They're like you're Stallone t- and Rocky Three. You're, t- you're telling you're telling me it's fighting words, saying the mystique is off. You're just, and you just came right out and called them. You started sports. it, bro. Like you brought it out. Like I'm I like was, you're right. 
You're calling them soft, though. Shit. Well, that's They've what... gotten soft in the Rodgers era. We're going with time, what time is that game? Do we know? It's, uh, it's the first game Saturday, 4.30. Okay, so the sun will be going down. We'll see some, we'll see some breath. Oh, we'll see some yeah, breath. Yeah, that's good. Good breath game. We'll see, yeah. We'll see some – Just the, the, you, know, you know it hurts more when you get hit in those games. And that's, that's why I like those. It's just the crunch. You just know it hurts. It stings. Smash mouth, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, look, the Rams going in is a blemish. If, they, if the Rams go in and win, is a blemish. I know the crowd, whatever, I don't know. I don't think it matters. But uh, a West Coast team going into the frozen tundra and winning would be – it'd be embarrassing at the – you know, at, the, at best. It's just embarrassing. Uh, at worst. Two young best. coaches, LaFleur and uh, – what's his face? McVay. Yeah. Yep. A couple guys. LaFleur has a – is it L, lowercase e, big F for LaFleur? Yeah, oh yeah, big F for LaFleur. Oh, they both got the capital letters in the middle of their last names. Yeah, it's pretty big, pretty big matchup. Maybe a future rivalry uh, for the <laughs> NFC here uh, for years to come. Uh, Could be. Yeah, but just, I mean, traditionally, these teams shouldn't be able to go in there. This isn't the Giants going in there, uh, who is you know, another East Coast – or an East Coast team, not another – an East Coast team – Used yep. to playing in these conditions, the the Rams are are not a team, and maybe I mean, like I said, their defense is what came to play yesterday. So if their defense can make some noise uh, and get to Rogers and cause a couple of bad throws or cause a turnover, I mean that that could make a little bit of a difference. And if they're if they're soft as you're saying they are, you know, who knows they come back from it. But you know they're not going to be – they're not built to be chucking down the field. This isn't the greatest show on turf anymore. Uh, so may, maybe, maybe they are a team kind of made to – Win upset, ugly. Upset. Yeah, win an ugly game in January in the worst of conditions. Yeah, it's possible. Could be. Could be. <laughs> those fucking bitch – those bitch Packers teams. Yeah, you're right. Listen, they're soft, okay? This isn't Bart Starr and Paul Horning. Max <laughs> McGee, tight end. First guy to score Super Bowl touchdown, number 85. This ain't, this ain't that. These ain't these Packers. No, right? this isn't Max McGee's Packers, no. <laughs> Not Max McGee's Packers. Not at all. He's spinning right now this grade. Oh. They got to regain that mystique. Regain it, and it starts Saturday, 4.30. And uh, speaking of mystique, there was uh, a, mi- a mini curse on the Ravens, and Titans had their number. First game today, and Ravens game exercised it. Yeah, game of the weekend was a really good game. Lamar um, rebounded after some early struggles through a pick early. It looked like oh, it was kind of an oh no moment. Like oh shit, this is he threw that pick, and it was just like you don't want to see your guy doing that. Uh, in a game where you needed him to exercise the demons of the last two playoff years past um, and get over that hump. Uh, but he did. He came back. He played great the rest of the way. Had a couple of huge runs and led his team to victory. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take this more from a Titans perspective. Yeah, go for it. I've been endorsing Arthur Smith. Yes. Great offensive coordinator. Should get a head coaching job. Yes. 
Um, I would not put this game on his resume. <laughs> I thought he had, I thought he had a rough game and I thought the head coach had a rough game. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to take well, it just late. Forget it. They get off to a, they get off to a fast start and Ravens come back. That's fine. Normal. Yeah. I mean, they throw, you throw a punch, they come back with a punch. They're a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, in the fourth quarter, okay. They're, you're in Ravens territory. Right. Let's say it was, I don't know, down there, like 40 around there in that range. Okay. Second and two, Henry picks up eight on first down. Second and two, they throw a bomb to Brown, incomplete. Third down, they go to the tight end, incomplete. Fourth down, he comes out and punts. Yeah. How does Henry not – like right, yeah. right then and there is where I was like, they just lost the game. They just okay. lost the game. And as, as much credit as I gave to uh, uh, Vrabel last year, and I killed Harbaugh, I thought it was the worst game Harbaugh ever coached. Harbaugh coached circles around Vrabel today circles I mean that was terrible I thought it was terrible coaching from Vrabel punting there was so soft you're supposed to be like this tough team I said it like I said the Titans are tougher mm. like they're tougher yeah I mean that that was just soft that, there's another that's some more soft ass shit okay right. more they, softness they came they came out with a game plan they, they and they bottled up Henry he never got going what do you, I think he had like 50 yards. It was not, it was not a Henry I feel like day. they abandoned it, though. I feel like they just – that's your guy, man. Yeah, well, yeah, you still have to go to him in, in a second and third and short situation. You got to go to your best player. That's what you're built on. That's what you're built around. It's, it's mind-boggling when you have the best power back of a generation and you refuse to give, the, give, give him the ball. Yeah. In uh, a situation that calls for it. I mean, you, this is how you got here was feeding Henry. And that get that offensive line to work. I know he's struggling. I know he hadn't gotten going, but doesn't mean, you know, it comes down to it. You get those two, get those two yards, and uh, your offensive line puts their heads down, and your guy gets going, man, and he gets he gets through, and that's and that's what and that's how you got to where you are today. And then if you're going, <laughs> if you're if you're going, I understand, you know, taking the the, the long pass, taking the chance there. Um, see if you come up with a big play, but yeah, then turn it around and go to the tight end. No good. Uh, yeah, go to your main guy. Go go to Henry. I don't like. I I really despise when coaches do that. And like, if you go away from Derrick Henry, you're basically telling Ryan Tannehill to win the game. Like you saw what happens. It's just I saw it for years. He's just he's average. Yeah, we know we we know that his strength is. Is when Henry is going and he can kind of yeah. Is when the ball's not in his hands. Could, and he can use the play action. He can use the play action to his advantage because uh, the fear is real in the defense that Henry's going to you know run up, run up there, run down their throats, and uh, freeze up, freeze up Tannehill. But no. and did you see on that on that the pick he threw at the end? Yeah, he had Brown open up the sideline. Oh, did he? I didn't see him. Yeah, yeah. they showed an overhead. He had him open, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tannehill. That's the day. That's what I said. Like when the tight when the Titans signed him, you know, it's just okay. You got a little something going there, but I mean, you're just, you're stuck in quarterback purgatory because you're not you're not winning a Super Bowl. You're just not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they've gotten about as far as they can get with him at QB, and Henry's clock is running out. I mean, they. They uh, running backs in general. We know their careers are short. They yeah, waited, thirty years old. They waited on Henry too. That's the thing that'll give him a little bit of time. Um, he didn't play as much the first couple of years. 
No, yeah, they, they brought in um, shit. They they had one. Marco Murray. Yeah, it was the Marco Murray. Yep, they brought in Marco Murray. was ahead of him, and Henry. Well, he'd get a he get a touch here and there, and he looked great when he did. Um, yeah, but Murray was the lead guy, and um, uh, saved him for a couple of years. But now, but now, like you know, this is his second, right? This is his second big year, or his third big year as a starter. Uh, this would be two and a half, I would say. Okay, it sounds right. Um, yeah, but now the clock. So, uh, guys, like, how old is he? Because uh, I don't know, twenty-seven. I gotta give him like the Marshawn Lynch. He's twenty-seven. Good call. Like the Marshawn Lynch. Um, shelf life. It just seems like the same kind of body type, same kind of runner. He'll hang on there at the end. I think so. Yeah, and he still be good. He'll still be good. We won't be from the goal line. Goal line back. Yeah. So he's probably got about maybe two or three more years left, right? Yeah, two or three years prime tops. Yeah. So you got So I don't know what Tannehill's situation is there, but. They, 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 you're right. They need somebody that could be a little more of a weapon. Because if you're if you're scared of the quarterback and the running back, you're you're in trouble as as a defense. But here, you're really just you're hoping they they go to Tannehill and Tannehill exclusively, which means a lead is almost insurmountable because they can just key in on stopping the guy uh, Tannehill and and uh, yeah. not to worry about Henry chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. You don't have to right, right. So, assuming the Browns hang on here, right? Yep. Let's say they move on. Yep. So, you have the six teams that win this week. There's always an overreaction team, right? Mm -hmm. We overreact and say, oh, let's go. They're making a Super Bowl run. And there's always, like, the underreaction, the team you overlook team. Okay. Who's the overreaction team? Who's the team that we, like – you fall in love with this week, and they fucking break your heart next week. Is it, I mean, is it too easy to say the Browns? Because the, the this performance is ah, they'll be them. they'll be going up against the Chiefs, though. Yeah, yeah. It's gotta be a team that like people like expect to uh, keep going. Is it Tampa? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Tampa, maybe. I was actually thinking Tampa or the Saints. <laughs> we forced play each other. Uh, I would say the Saints wouldn't be only because I wasn't impressed by them at all. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Tampa. Because, and you've said it before, we just have no idea what this team is. Um, and they, they, beat a, they beat a Washington team with their fifth quarterback, but it wasn't convincing. You know what I mean? No. Um, but you said, like, like you mentioned, like the offense looked good at times. Look, look, going to put 31 points up. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'd overreact, though. I, I, we're pretty level-headed about them. I don't know. Overall, if people overreact. Well, I mean, I mean just like the general public, though. Yeah. I would say the Bucks because it, it is Brady. I think it would be easy to, to think that Brady's got something going if he does, if they really don't. Okay. So, the Bucks, The Bucks maybe the I, people, the one that uh, everyone, they expect them to go into New Orleans just because it's Brady. They're playing better. All right. Yeah. I could buy that. I think they I think that's actually a good candidate. Yeah. Well, who's like the team that we overlook though? 
who's a team that we write off as, all right, they had a nice week, but step up in class next week? Uh, Is it the Rams? Rams are oh, – I'm, I, I'm, I am overlooking the Rams. So, you yeah. are, yeah. You yeah. are overlooking <laughs> um, So, for me personally, yes. Part of the Rams. Um, I just I can I don't know. I know it's Rodgers at home. It's just uh, that's a tough game. I'm not sure which way I'm going with that one. I think I saw the initial spread was seven and a half. That's uh, it's big, yeah. It's a big number. I don't know. It's that Rams D. Rodgers gets a little upset, starts pointing fingers, mm-hmm. pouting. The Ravens are going to play Buffalo? Ravens are playing Buffalo. Well, yeah. Ravens will play Buffalo Saturday The the Browns hold on, yeah. Yes. That's that's actually a game I expected last year. Yeah. I thought the Bills were going to get out of the first round. Um, Yeah, I expected that last year. What's the overrating factor of the Ravens now? Is there a chance that the Ravens are favored in this game? So I'll pick the Bills right now. No, I doubt, we'll have I doubt. to wait. No, nah, no way. No shot. No? I don't think so. But I, think I, don't know, I, feel, I feel like Vegas and, like, the public loves the Ravens. That's the only the reason I could see them, like – I'm sure the spread's out already. Well, it's not an official game yet. Yeah, but sometimes they put out, like, potentials. Possible. But, yeah, I don't know. You don't think, you don't think there's a chance, like, Ravens are, like, a one-point favorite? I think Bills are like two and a half. I don't know how to handicap games, bro, without fans and shit. I'd say I'd say Buffalo'd be two and a half to three and a half. Two and a half, three and a half. Yeah, it's probably right. Yeah, I think Buffalo. I think I think I think just the general public is kind of high on Buffalo right now. So I'll, yeah, I, I think that would be get a little bit of a nudge because of that. What about oh. Saints Bucks? I haven't seen a spread for that. What do you think that is? Any uh, chance the Bucks are favored in that game? That's another one I could see. Sunday, six forty. Buck Aikman. Saints. By the way, Nance like fucking just irritated me today. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. He's just like such a pretentious douche. <laughs> the, I don't know. He doesn't bother you. Like I don't know. Just like he's good at what he does. He has nothing to do with his talent level. He's just like, ugh. Like Carton describes him. He's just like, ugh. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's bougie. I mean, like, I feel like if Jim Nance had a, had a, like a theme song, like it would be the Masters theme. He'd just be walking around that. Yeah. Well, the guy lives on, the guy lives on Pebble Beach. Like, I just can't imagine anybody living on Pebble Beach giving me the time of day. No. So, yeah. He would look right through you. Yeah. For sure, yeah. It has nothing to do with me. Yeah. What are you, uh, are you Tony Romo's driver? Well, who are you? What is the guy doing here? This guy, the pizza guy? What's he doing? Yeah. And Romo, he's all right. I mean, for it was he, weird that he wasn't there. For, for what he is, he's all right. <laughs> I didn't, was that, wait, was that the, um, was that the Saints game? Because I didn't, I didn't watch, I didn't watch that game on, Right, you watched it on Nickelodeon? I watched it on Nick, yeah. Believe it or not, big big draw for the kids. My son was so into this game. Really? Wow, it actually worked. It did, yeah. yeah I, t- I, t- I told him that was on Nick. 
And he came in, he was outside playing a little after three o'clock, three thirty. He came inside, said, We asked what time it was. He was like, you sure you call me in at four? He thought the game started at four. Oh, you sure you call me in at four when the game starts? I was like, well, oh, it's back when you buy into uh the pregame time. What's that? It was back when you're young enough and you buy into like the pregame time oh. they give you. <laughs> well they had like, they had like the top they had, before on Nickelodeon they had like the top I don't know, top 10 um, SpongeBob sports moments <laughs> of all time. It was Nate Burleson doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he was all into that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If, I, don't, I don't know what they – it was pretty good. Um, obviously, it's geared towards kids. They're trying to explain the rules. and I understand when, like, a sport ends up on one of your favorite channels because, like, that's how I got into Wimbledon because it was on HBO. Oh, I was a big HBO right. guy as a kid. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's how I fell in love with Wimbledon. Yeah, well, maybe my son's gonna love the Bears now. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough existence. Yeah, it would be, it would be. But it was cool. <laughs> no, no, no. Iron Eagles kid. No Eagle did the game. They had uh, Nate Burleson. Looks like Iron, right? And he sounds like him. He uh, he does. He's pretty good too. You tell. Like I don't, I don't know how much how hard to judge him. Uh, yeah. like a little, little goofy, like not as funny as his dad, but right. also, he's doing, also he's doing it on Nick. So I don't know if he's trying to also like, yeah. I mean, also, you know, his father's been doing it for so long. Like, right. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not compare. I'm not, it's, I mean, you have to compare him just because it's the name and the sound. He, he'll get there one day. Maybe you never know. He could get there where he's like, as he, cool he was, as his dad. Yeah. That's the cool factor. I don't know, but he was, he was really good. He was good. He was good at it. It's it was, got a better chance than Joe Buck being his Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, um, and it was him and Burleson and they had some, like some girl from Nick was in the, was in the booth who I don't think knew much about football. Um, it was, t- it was a tough go. She was just like a Nick person. I think to, to get in there, it was a Nick personality. Yeah. Just to have around. Um, and they had a kid on another kid, like solid reporter, another Nick solid reporter. But, um, yeah, it wasn't bad. And then they scored a touchdown. They had like slime uh, cannons go off. When they kicked the field goal, they had SpongeBob in the uprights. Did you mention the slime? Yeah, I didn't actually. They had slime was a big talking point in the end of the, the, the fourth quarter because there's nothing else to talk about. Uh, <laughs> so they brought the slime out, Burleson. They showed Burleson getting slimed at some point. Was your son rooting for a team? No. No, no, no. He knows the Giants are a team. No, he didn't even get wrapped up into a team. No, I was wondering if he was going to kind of, it's you know, gravitate towards a yeah. team. Yeah, he he watched like most of the first quarter. Then he had to do something um, for school, and then he came down. And he watched. He watched. We watched the rest of the game like with dinner on with dinner and stuff. So, yeah. But yeah, it was kind of it was kind of cool to see how they were going to uh, attract kids to the sport. What I was really not curious about, but I guess morbidly curious about was like, like what would happen if like something that that happened to Dak happened, and the guy's leg is just the opposite direction that it should be. Because I'm pretty sure it was just the same cameras that were on the regular feed. So I flipped back and forth to see if there was a, a delay, and there wasn't much of a delay. No, um, I don't know. You give him a chance to learn about uh, the human body. What do you call that? In the anatomy. <laughs> anatomy, yeah, <laughs> anatomy. 
kids screaming as there's <laughs> some some kid graphic on the screen and bone sticking out of his leg. It's like dissecting a frog. Mr. Wizard. That used to be on Nick. Mr. Wizard? I don't remember that one. Come on. You remember Mr. Wizard? Nah, Mr. Wizard? Yes. Yeah, when was this? Science show? I don't know. 90s? I don't know. I'm what channel? Nick. Pretty sure it was on Nick. I don't think, uh, I don't think so. Oh, it was a science show. And it I wasn't a huge Nick guy, but I know Nick shows. I don't remember that one. It may, this, might, this, might have been, this might have been in the gray area where you were still, or you were like younger. Younger? And not watching these kind of programs. And not like in charge of the clicker to put Nick on. Yeah. This was on a little bit. Yeah. It might have been one of My I first was. memories of Nick are like Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a little before that. That's my guess. Okay, then yeah. But yeah, Mr. Wizard was uh, like a Bill Nye type guy, only cooler, a little more of an edge to him than Bill Nye. And um, yeah, just have kids on the show and do experiments with them and shit. Electricity. It was like a live show, studio audience? No, I don't think there's a studio audience, no. It was like in his house or something. Or the set looked like his house. It was. We- I mean, I guess that part of it was weird, but yeah. It's, it, I mean, went a long way. Obviously, I'm you know me and my science kids. Oh yeah, <laughs> big big science guy. You're looking up Mr. Wizard right now. No, I'm looking up Nickelodeon shows. Oh. <laughs> Nick Arcade. <laughs> Nick Arcade was good. Yep. Well, Global good. Guts. Don Herbert was the guy's name. Was Mr. Wizard. Don rest, Herbert. Okay. Rest in peace, Don. Oh, there's oh, there's a bunch of Mr. Wizard clips on YouTube, just, just so you know. What Mr. Is, Wizard? Yeah, what is liquid nitrogen? Messing with magnets. Playing with polymers. Mr. Wizard's mini hydrogen bomb. All right. <laughs> Died that? in 2007. He was 90 years old. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I feel like he was pretty funny, but maybe it was just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it could be, I could be wrong. Oh, did you ever watch um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. That's coming back. They're doing a mini, like a mini over the. That was like, okay. I wasn't a huge fan. That was like the Friday Night Nick, right? We talk, we talk about um, TGIF, but Friday Night Nick had some good shows, and I think it was one of them. Clarissa. Oh, Clarissa. Dry mouth. Uh, <laughs> been drinking all day. <laughs> Got that Contigo? Uh, yeah. All like right, those. back to business. <laughs> I don't know if I like those Contigos. You got to hit the button to get the water out? Uh, yeah, my wife buys them. They're hers, but I think this is her. She left it down here. I needed water. I wasn't getting up for it. So. <laughs> I'm just <a> scavenger. <laughs> I, gotta go. I, need, I need a top like this for the slide to open up. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, we went way off topic there. Anyway, I forgot where we even started. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know how we got to Don Herbert. The Bills guy Abear, Don Abear. Maybe his name is Don Abear, not Don Herbert. Like Guy Abear. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I guess we were talking about the Bills, Bills and Ravens. I don't know. Yeah, we just, whew. yeah, off the rails a little bit. As we are wont to do sometimes here on Sunday Poor. Fucking Matt Nagy wearing a visor today again. Yeah, really, really. I, I got to take the visor 
game back. I got the one visor. I might need to get a second visor just to just to bring some positivity back into the visor world. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Matt Nagy just he's, <laughs> crazy. he's just it's a hard case to make. <laughs> and uh yeah. I fucking hate he, Gene Steratore too. He does the games with Nance and how annoying is that guy? I don't like any of the rules guys. You don't like Pereira? No, nah, none of the rules guys. <laughs> I don't. I think. I think their job is. I think their job's a joke. Get back in the fucking field, guys. Please, get back to work. Doing what you're it's supposed. It's like to. you're an informant. Yeah, basically, you don't work. Yeah, you're not working for. But you're playing both sides because you kind of stick up for the refs. Yeah. But then if they get it wrong, you kind of. Yeah, you know, well, blow the whistle on him. Yep. What a fucking job to have. Yeah, he's easier a than a weatherman. Snitch. He's a paid snitch. Paid fucking snitch. Oh, yeah. I would hate. Right. I would hate if I was a current referee. You think they like hate those guys? Uh, yeah, probably because they probably make more money than them. All right, yeah, TV. They definitely make more money than the um than the guys in the field. Yeah, yeah. I, would I would definitely hate those guys. I I'm going to say they definitely do. I got some pretty cool Giants visors here, man. Giants vi- visors? Yeah, looking all. Yeah, I got some pretty good ones. Never know. It might, yeah, it might be that. It might be bringing the. Oh, I got a little Giants visor. Little Giants? Yeah. The uh, ice, ice box? What was her name? Ice tray? <laughs> ice box. Ice tray. <laughs> <laughs> Ice box, and the kid that was the ref, uh, the kid that was the quarterback, had a gun on him. And a, there was toilet uh, paper. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't remember his name. Jr. or something. It was Could like initials. Be. Could be. Annexation of Puerto Rico. That's the yeah, best to play. Yeah, well, I get <laughs> around the topic. We should probably do rewatches of all these kids, all these kids sports movies from when we were kids. Like, do the Ducks, do Sandlot, do uh, Little Giants. Like, Little Giants and the Ducks kind of had the same. I mean, I guess they all probably had the same storylines. Yeah, Flying V and the. We could probably have a whole debate about what was a better play: the Flying V or the annexation, or the annexation of Puerto Rico. Yeah, I mean. I mean would you give a slight edge to the Ducks coach just because, like, he had an alcohol problem? A little more human to a little more human. <laughs> I mean, I'll give, I give a slight edge to the Cowboys coach because it was Al Bundy. <laughs> oh, okay. I was comparing him and Rick Moranis. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Yeah, no. having Bundy, having Bundy was nice. Yeah, well, speaking of the Ducks, then what? What are they thinking? Were the guy's punishment alcoholics who's caught drunk driving? Did he drive his car into the ice? He was caught drunk driving. Why is his punishment to spend time with kids? Yeah, like alone with kids. Yeah, yeah. You're in charge. <laughs> you're in charge of this team of minors now. Yeah. <laughs> Get your life together. That is a little bit that is a little odd. I have to be honest. That is a little odd. Yeah, I'm not sure the judge really thought that one through. No. Not at all. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. <laughs> Remember the knuckle puck, Keenan Thompson? Oh, yeah. It's a t- I don't know how you really find the time on the ice to do that because you got to set it up yourself. I mean, you need some protection for that. It's a skill. It's just, you know, 
He has some blockers because a one poke check is just going to knock that loose. Power play, maybe. He could set it up. Maybe, yeah. He's your power play defenseman. Yep. Maybe, yeah. All right. Al Iafrady. <laughs> yeah, hardest, hardest slap shot in the world, Al Iafrady. Right. And I think Al he had a mullet, too. Al Iafrady always won those, uh, won those hard, contests. Hard shot, that yeah. slap shot. Yeah, always won those contests. Yep. You remember who used to win the uh, accuracy? Um, no, I could take a couple of guesses. I'll give you a guess. I'll give you a couple of guesses. Um, Brian Leach. It's a good guess, but no. Okay. Uh, give me one more guess. Accuracy. Um, Cam Neely. Oh, another good guess. <laughs> no, happy. but I, was, I don't even know this is true, but I think Ray Bork was good at those. Oh, okay. All right. My last guess was Owen Nolan. That's not gonna, even a good guess, too. I was going to dig deep <laughs> on that one. All right. Well, I think we've gone. We've gone I've, I've mentioned hockey players where I think the audience might know one of them. So, uh, you got to know Cam Neely. Come on, fucking. What's yeah, I guess. I guess. Seabass from Dumb and Dumb. <laughs> right. Come on. And he was. I think he was in the Ducks too. Cam Neely, wasn't he? No, he was in another movie though. Wasn't who, he in another Fairly Brothers movie? I don't know. Wait, who's in the Ducks? Who are the pros that that they meet on the, in the Ducks? Oh, is that maybe it is? That that's not the first one though. Is that number two? The yeah, I thought it was the first USA one. one? I thought it was the first one. I'm sure more pros show up in the USA one too, but Bash Brothers. Is that is that the first or second one? Nah, no idea. Fulton Reed. No idea. All right. Well, this will always be known as the Owen Nolan show. Um Pittsburgh's See, down 25 here. We got nine and a half left in the third. They are driving. driving. They are driving. Game's not over yet. They're making it a game. They're making some, They're making you hold on. You're not shutting the TV off yet. If you're a Cleveland fan, you're definitely not shutting it off yet. If you're a casual fan, you're no, like – If you're a Cleveland fan, it's just one of those triple-zero games. Yeah. Got to see triple-zeros in the clock. You need to believe it. If you're a casual fan, though, um, you're – still in it. You're, you're, yeah, you're watching a clock. You're saying, okay, 35, 10. You're doing the math in your head. I mean, like Cleveland fans are doing the math in their head, too. But you're, you're doing the math ahead when you could shut it off if you're a casual fan. I think if they get, they're down 25. Four possession game. Yeah, if, they're, if, they, if they go into the fourth down 25 and they get the ball for, and they, they don't score on their first drive, it's done. Done. Yeah. So what do they got to be within going into the fourth? I think I think I think you have my interest if they're still down twenty five. Okay. Um, but then obviously the leash is real short. Of course, anything could happen. You don't want to shut it off, and then the brown the Browns you know had an all time choke job. It sounds like yeah. I mean, it sounds like uh, it could happen. If you say it out loud, it sounds it sounds like something. Yeah. Could. Yeah. I'm holding on for a little while. Maybe a touch longer than I would if it was like it's not a touch longer. It's a playoff game. I'm, it I'm wasn't holding the Browns. on. I'm holding on longer than I would if it was a regular season game. If this, if this was a regular season game, I might have it off right now. Oh yeah, regular season game. I'm not watching this. Yeah, I'm shutting it off. I'm watching. Uh, 
whatever, flipping back. You know, if I get get notifications on my phone, oh, here come the Steelers, man. Take um, Ben's last stand. Yeah, but three t- three touchdowns in the in the fourth. Let me see you down by three or less, and uh, any more than that, I'm like I said, I'm watching the clock, but. Maybe not because I, I do want to see if the if the Browns can hang on. They might be triple zero game for everybody. See to believe it. Right. It's his, history. The Listen, Bills when Ben gets hot, when Ben gets hot, watch. Yeah, out. that's all I'm saying. Yep. yep. Well, the Bills exercise their demons. Is there room for when oh. Ben gets hot, bro? He gets he gets hot. Was Ebron? That was one guy who was jawing in the first man. He was pissed in the first. They're going Ebron. for two. I would kick the extra point, but I don't know. That was 84 yards and three. Man, it's a little – that's just – I mean, it's on the defense, but, like, yeah, still, if you're a Browns fan, it's just – it's another one of those, like, end-of-the-half touchdowns where you're like, all right, but you still felt it a little bit in your stomach. You know, I know. They're getting, they're getting tighter by the minute, man. They're getting tighter. They're, they're doing the math, man. They're doing the math. They're doing the math, and they've been watching Roethlisberger do it to them for a while. Yes. Yep. Let's take it to two here. It's – uh. Oh, the wind is getting sucked out. You're not you're not breathing for the next for the next for the next hour. I actually breathing. would have just kicked the extra point here. I mean, I don't know. Nineteen and eighteen. Just keep putting points on the board, I think. I don't know what the I don't know what the point is. Yeah, you just have to keep scoring touchdowns when yeah. it comes down to. It. You can't I mean pass the point of field goals. Yeah, no more of that. Uh well how what was the last time the Browns won a playoff game? Uh, 94 when Belichick coached them. Okay, they beat so, the Patriots. So the Bills they lost to the Steelers. The Bills was 95, right? So that'd be Bills was 95 against the Dolphins. That'd yeah. be pretty amazing if they both exercised their demons. So history, yes. history does not die easy, man. And the Steelers Browns Bills AFC Championship. And the Steelers are not going out with a whimper here. No, so they, it's, they, it's the we, Steelers, man. We, start, we started the show. They were lifeless, and now here they are. They're not just on life sport anymore. They are, they're up. They're breathing. They're walking under their own power. They look dangerous. They're looking dangerous now. And when does, and when does Baker get the deer in headlights look that Pittsburgh seemed to have in the first? It's on, it's on the D now. That's what I would, tell, that's what I would say. Yep. Right now. If, I'm on, if, I'm on the, if I'm a defender on that team, I'm like – we don't let them score again. We win the game. Oh. We keep we keep shutting them down. We win the game. This is yeah. I'm, they don't score another point from here on out. This is a huge drive here. Yeah, huge drive here. <laughs> three. They haven't been able to stop them though. Oh uh, th- yeah, no. But they go three and out just once, just once. This is where you miss a crowd right here. Oh yeah, they could turn them around for sure. This is where you miss a crowd. Yeah. Yep. You're absolutely right, man. Crowd right now would be coming to life. Oh, they'd be they'd be fired up right now. They would have been they would have been silent and confused for much of the first half, but now they'd be coming. They'd be fired up. Yeah, they would be. They would be the def- Ah, Baker wouldn't be able to hear anything. He'd be doing the thing where he covers yep. his ears. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, he'd be, he'd, yeah. there'd be a timeout coming. Is there a worse feeling as a football fan when, like, your, your quarterback's on the road and he can't hear the play call on, like, a third <laughs> down? You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, this is bad. Devastating, yeah. Just call the fucking timeout now. Just fucking call it now. Yeah. 
There was like twelve. I think there's twelve hundred fans here, but they're all. It's all like friends and family. Nashville had uh, the Titans had the biggest crowd this this weekend. Did they? Yeah, well, that didn't fucking help. Forty one percent capacity. Um, How about the no. end of that Bears game when they didn't kick the extra point or go for two? Did yeah. You see those. Going for two would have been ball breaker, but yeah, that catch by Jimmy Graham was impressive. And then went one handed, and then he force gumped it right into the <laughs> locker room. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I guess you don't need. It doesn't matter, right? So why, you know, whatever. Just stay out. I guess it probably Speak, mattered to somebody. Somebody must have had the point. Speaking of Noah Eagle, I did flick on the Nets tonight and listen to Ian. They end up losing that game because I saw that they were up big and then they had a terrible third quarter. That's all I saw. Uh, yeah, I turned it on um, at halftime, watched from the third. Oh, so you saw the worst <laughs> part of the game? Well, I mean, I was, I was mostly watching football, but yeah, um, I was upstairs and I was just flicking back and forth and, uh, yeah, saw enough to see that they were getting waxed. Oh, man. <coughs> I mean, they, they, had a, they had an amazing uh, – Second quarter, and then just lost it all. I don't know what happened. Kyrie's still missing. He's on a milk carton. Yeah, apparently the uh, the personal reasons had to do with the capital uh, siege. I That's mean, why he's taking I, I, I don't even want to talk. I mean, well, he's an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to text my boss tomorrow to get off for a couple of days. Personal reasons. You don't have to text him. You can text him like three days from now. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't need to know. It's a need-to-know basis. You don't need to know. It's my personal reasons. But what's he doing, though? What's he doing? Like, I, I guess I would understand if he was doing something. I, think, I just think, like, I don't want to make light of it, but I think he's got some issues, like, upstairs. It's just, that's the feeling I get. Maybe. He's a little bit – yeah, he's an asshole, too. A combination. I, just, I don't know. Something ain't right with him. We got. I got bad. I do have bad news. Actual. Bad I don't news. know. Sports wise, bad news. All right. All um, right. This is from Bleach Report. Lemayu ah. Lemayu dismayed by Yankee star free agent will reengage. Hang on a second. Will reengage with interested teams after becoming dismayed by New York's tactics. Wow, Cashman's. Uh... If he loses to LeMayo, I think it's unforgivable, to be honest with you. I think it's unforgivable if he loses him. Yeah, like what's your – You need more players like LeMayo, not, not – I'm not trying to get rid of this guy. And what's your, like, what's your like plan B? Because obviously Lindor is off the table, which I never really thought was on the table. But what's your – I've always thought LeMayo, he was plan A, and that's it. Not that it's going to shock me because, like, I could see it. Resign Didi. <laughs> Labor to second. Honestly, that's probably your best plan B is D. Yeah. That's it. That's but I don't – I feel like uh, – I don't know. I can't – I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> God your, damn it. Your, frustra- your frustration is – and Pittsburgh's at the ball here. And uh, your frustration is – I'm going to take it all out on Hal Steinbrenner. You turned <laughs> me against Hal Steinbrenner. You asked me if he was cheap. I know. I talked myself into it, but you confirmed – of course he's cheap. I wanted to let, I wanted to know if it was like rational to kind of like hate Hal Steinbrenner. And you were like, yeah, of course. Let, let me let, let me ask you something. What's our pitching rotation? What's the Yankees pitching rotation? 
call. Okay, I'll cut you off there because that's it. <laughs> I'll stop you. Good. Right I'm glad you saved me because I couldn't think of number two. <laughs> that's it. There's no Severino. You're hoping Severino comes back. You're hoping Montgomery can do this. You're hoping that uh, you could get a guy from. I the do mind. like Montgomery. I do like you're, Montgomery. You're hope, but but, it's, you know. but listen, but listen. Every other everybody after Cole is will be if this guy can do that. If this guy can do this, well, okay. okay. There's everybody after Cole is an if. Let me ask you something. Do you like Bauer for the Yankees? I hate Bauer for anyone. <laughs> I figured you did. Yeah, I hate yeah. him too. But do you think he's good for the Yankees, or do you think that would be a disaster? He'd be a disaster because it's gonna be. It's all about Bauer. I don't want. I don't want that guy around my team. I don't want him around my team. He's a. He's a douche. He's a schmuck. He's a schmuck. You know, I, I think he's a good pitcher, but I really. I. What are we basing this on? He wasn't. He wasn't great. Great for a couple of years. He was decent. And he now goes he had, to the Reds for one year. Yeah. And yeah, but he had, he had a great year and a shortened season with no fans. Uh, didn't he fucking throw a ball over the center field fence one time? Yeah, he's, I don't yeah, want he's that fucking nuts. guy. I don't want that guy anywhere near my fucking team. No, 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 thanks. Go tweet some. Go tweet some more for some, Go tweet for San Diego or something. I don't give a fuck. Douche okay, no to Bauer. Got it. Uh, I was just thinking of like a consolation prize that would make you feel better about not getting what's his face. Lemayu. Lemayu. There's no consolation prize out there. Nothing. Tatis, yeah, probably Tatis. not. I think they got to sign him, but... Trade for Tatis? I don't know. Dismay doesn't sound good. No, no, no. And that could just be him, you know... Negotiation could, tactic? Right, yeah. It could totally be that. But it's just to give me Ajita, you know? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if they have a backup plan. I'm not sure. No, he's... I'm call- not sure what Cashman thinks. He's calling the Yankees bluff right here. And... Calling their bluff. Yeah. Dangerous game. Yep. I mean, Cashman played hardball with Jeter, you know? But he's not... This is different, though. Jeter knew he couldn't leave. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he was two... Like, he was there two years. Like, he yeah. could... Jeter knew he couldn't leave. Yeah. So right. It was a game of chicken that both knew they couldn't lose. Yeah. Cashman and Jeter. Because Jeter, you know, Cashman knew Jeter wasn't leaving, and Jeter knew Cashman would never let him walk. Like, yeah. had to had to pay him something. So just today, it was about meeting in the middle. Yeah. Not quite the middle. <laughs> Couldn't be the middle. Well, you know. <laughs> they were on the same page. But yeah, they got him back. Right, yeah. They knew what had to be done. Yep. And then uh, to thank him for, for everything, he went and took Giancarlo Stanton off his hands. Yep, backdoor deal. That was back the, channeling. That was the biggest fu that Jeter ever gave to Cashman. That was the fu for playing hardball. Was giving him a stand. Was giving him a stand. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, that was that was, was, that was uh, hideous. Yeah. Well, jokes on us. Yep. Jokes on all the Yankee fans who think that it's impressive what he does when he's healthy. Like that's not that's the point. <laughs> that the when he's healthy, yeah. yeah you don't want to ever have like a when he's healthy guy on your team. No. Well, when he's healthy. Yeah. Well, that, that, those, those are just the fans that uh, love anybody. They just love the pinstripes. Anybody that wears the pinstripes. Like, the, there's like the fans who are just diehard um, Clint Frazier fans, which I just don't get. Like, you see this guy? Like, I, I like Clint Frazier. I think he's. Yeah, he, I like Frazier. He could be a decent player, but there's like diehards out there. Like, let's go easy. Yeah, these guys, a little more than a DH. 
He's not. Yeah, no, no. Uh, he has improved as an outfielder, though, Frazier. Yeah. Oh, from where he started? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Some people overdo it. I know. Yeah. No, nobody's untouchable on this team. Well, besides Judge, I would say. Like, nobody's untouchable. Why is Judge even untouchable, though? Because he's another guy when he's healthy. He's another one he's healthy guy. Yeah, I know, but he's just, like, face of the franchise. The Yankees don't do that. Yeah. Red Sox, like, you saw what the Red Sox did with Mookie Betts. Like, all right, that's I mean, what the Red Sox do. We're not the Red Sox. We don't, you know what I mean? We don't trade our big, we don't trade our big name. You know, it's one thing for us to trade, uh, like, Chapman that year, Andrew Miller. It's another thing to trade, like, the face of your franchise. Mookie, that's fucking small market shit. Mookie's, like, the best player in the game, though. <laughs> and Mookie's, like, Mike Trout status. Judge yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, the Red Sox do shit like that. We're not them. Not trading our, like, the face of our team. Yeah. Hey, I'm soft. I'm, I'm hardening on Judge a little bit. No, I know. He's on the clock. Yeah. Honeymoon phase is long gone, and he's, you know, he hasn't always been the best in a big spot. Yeah. Yep. He's, 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 an easy, not an easy out, but he's a guy, you know, you know what his weaknesses are and they can be glaring when, uh, when the right pitchers. Chuck yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He gets some big hits though. He's not, he's not the worst guy. No, no, I don't. I love you do him. a lot worse than him. It's just, I, uh, I love no, Judge. I I'm just thinking, you know, I'm just thinking if, you know, how unt- I'm thinking un- un- untouchable. Oh, God, that was ugly. I'm just thinking untouchable-wise. Yeah. I mean, he was on the fast track to be the next captain. And now Injuries. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm not so sure. I don't know if there is. Uh, I, don't know. I don't know if there is a next captain right now. I, he's, probably, he's probably still him. Oh, yeah, he's the closest thing. Yeah. A lot of ifs. A lot of ifs. All right. Well, I've, we have from Owen Nolan to Judge Yankees, hot stove Lemayu and uh, Mighty Ducks plays and flying the, the annexation. The annexation. I can't fucking say that word. The can you say for me? Annexation. Annexation of Puerto Rico. Thank you. Yeah, we've we've hit all the we've hit all the topics. All right. Let's wrap up Sunday poor for this Sunday night. Uh, we'll be back. Later in the week, we'll have our picks for DPW, our one-year anniversary. Yes. We'll celebrate, bring the champagne. Um, Until then, thank you, everybody, for listening. Anything you want to say? Yeah, just thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you later on in the week. Oh, boy. I mean, there's uh, some time still on the clock. There's plenty of time on the clock. And they are getting – the sphincters are tightening all across. Oh. The it's always funny when it's another fan base, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so – it's funny how, like, awful you feel as a fan, but when it's happening to someone else, it's just hilarious. Especially when it's a team you kind of expect – we talk about the uh, mystique and stuff on the show, and it's like, oh, that was dangerous fast. <laughs> he has nine Browns there. Uh, you like to see there's still some something still makes sense in the world, you know. This is how they came. 
back uh, against them. Uh, it wasn't this bad, but um, in the playoff game from 2 Kelly Holcomb versus Tommy Maddox. Okay. That was a come-from-behind win by the Steelers, too. I got to look up and see what, what the deficit was in that game. I don't know. Ben, Big Ben is no Tommy Maddox, but we'll see what he can do. Yeah. Cordell Store on that team? Nah, uh, I don't think so. Two you know, Beth, two? Ben, that's uh, the, who uh, – that's what's-his-face. That's who uh, took his job. Ben took Tommy Maddox's job. Right, right. 2002 but, but, NFL But Cordell was, Cordell was on the team for a little while. It's kind of like a backup slash – Taysom Hill type player, um, yeah. For, for I don't because he wasn't always a starter. He was a starter for a little bit, but yeah, well, so, he was he he was on the like Neil O'Donnell team that went to the. Super Bowl. Oh, okay, all right, I got him. Yeah, played some slash. Bit. He caught like a big touchdown in the AFC Championship game yep. that uh, should have been reviewed. I think it was before replay or something. Kicking uh, a field goal here. That's why they went for two, I think. Because now, if you I, kick the field goal, you're down two touchdowns. That's why they went for two. Yeah. I think you got to uh, – I, I don't know. You're still down how many? 19? So like, yeah. I go for it. I feel like I just, I just, I'm letting them off the hook by kicking a field goal. Yeah, they're going for it. I like it. Yeah, and you know, and you know the offense is kind of not feeling it right now, so might as well go for it and maybe pin them at least if you don't get it. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! Oh, Juju. laser, Juju, ice wow. water, fucking guy! Has oh ice my water. god, what is happening? Now you're tight. Oh, dude, there's yeah. three minutes left in the third quarter. They are making all the oh, Baker's pacing, pacing, oh, no. and he had his hands in his fanny pack. <laughs> it's cold. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, Oh man, laser laser zipped it right in there, right past the defender's hand. Unbelievable! Wow, he should have went for two. Made it eleven. Coaches don't know math, man. Wonder, wonder if Duke is still. Yeah, now's now's time to go for two. Because then you go down eleven if you get it, and then you go you score again. You go down three if you go for two touchdown. Yeah. Coaches don't know Matt. I'm t- they need a Madden their next. I think so, that's a cousin Sal idea. He says every coach should have a Madden their next to them. That is a good idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. People who grew up playing Madden. I feel uh, like don't coaches, why, don't, why don't why don't coaches know that though? I figure they didn't grow up playing video games. I figure if a lifetime of playing Madden gets you in on like the dumb jock the, uh, stereotype, the, the three versus two <laughs> versus one. Like I, why couldn't a coach figure that out? It's been a lifetime. I, I, well, I guess you probably played more Madden games than these guys. And you got to think coach, quick on right? the spot, too, you know, if you're not great at math. All <laughs> yeah. jokes aside, like, really? Just keep a, just keep a little pad and pen next to you then. Do the math. But you should have That's a guy. embarrassing, though. You should have a guy saying, you know, down this or, you know. Just but get, they should have went for two there. Yeah. Yeah, I think once you go for two the first time, you kind of – you had to keep going for two until you get it a couple times. And then he went back. Yeah, it's a fine. 
It's just score touchdowns, right? Is you gotta keep scoring score touchdowns. Yeah, you're not doing anything wrong. Whereas, yeah, it's true. Not, at this point, you're not doing anything wrong. You're doing. If what you're you thinking do. about field goals at this point, you're not. You're not doing. No, anything. no, no. They, yeah, yeah. But but I think that's why they went for two though. Initially, was because then a touchdown would bring them within two touchdowns. Then they would. Yeah. Down, so. Kind of get interesting. Let's see what Baker's got. Let's see oh, what he's got. Oh man, this is. History, history is a way of just not dying easy, man. <laughs> Here it is, fighting back. Wow. Nothing better, by the way, nothing better than a good old-fashioned Sunday poor rambler. After we got to the games, and I don't know, I don't know what the fuck we talked about after. Uh, Me neither. I forgot already. <laughs> nothing better than it, though. Well, I, I enjoy it. I don't know if the fucking people listening enjoy it, but I enjoy it. <laughs> Um, Fuck yeah! All right. Well, let me get this out as I watch uh, what Baker has. I'll talk to you. Wow, oh, what was that? Peace. Oh, that's what that was. I was ripping right. him. Yeah. <laughs> right. Talk to you later, man. All right.